Welcome back to the Boys for Life podcast, episode 15. Episode 1-5. Wow. We are here. We're back in the library, which I'm, I'm going to be honest, bro. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm liking this more and more that we're in here, bro. I really, really am. I love it in here. I think you should tell us the real reason that you like it. <laughs> no, we'll uh, we'll keep that between you and me. But okay, okay. Um, I, th- well, I thought it'd be funny. It's re- it's relatable though for sure. But I just thought it'd be funny. But you can keep it to yourself. Oh uh, yeah. Episode fifteen though. We are here, and fall is officially here. Wow, dude. It's been getting cooler. It is fifty degrees out. Sun is out, Holy but it's like still got a little bite to it. Got a little bite, bro. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a fan of fall weather. I love I love a good fall weather. I love it. I love football. There's something about it, man, and that's also getting closer to snowboarding season too, bro. That is true. Snowboarding season is right around true. the corner. I feel like what was earlier this week, actually, because mm-hmm. I was out in the city, but I know even on the burbs, it was really warm. It was like 80 degrees. It was hot. Yeah, what? And it was like literally like, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it was like, let's enjoy it now because the back half of the week on the radar was showing like 45, 50 degrees. Like last night had a little bit of a nip to it. Bro, it had a Major nip. It had a major nip to it. And it's like fall is here. I do like fall because I like wearing jeans and pants and and hoodies and everything like that. And like like you were talking about, snowboarding season is almost here. Yes. First snowfall is probably gonna it's crazy we're talking about it, but like could be end of next month. Maybe maybe early December. Like we got like a month and a half, and then it's like, yo, maybe take a quick flight to Denver and Go snowboard on a quick weekend or something like that, right? Either there or go to Holiday Valley, baby. Holiday, Holiday Valley. Valley. I'm down. We buff. need to do Holiday Valley. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we could, we could always hit the Alpines or what was the other one? Wilmot. Wilmot kind of sucks, but Alpine Valley. Wilmot's all right. It's we, all right. We, we got to hit uh, Granite Peak in Wausau, bro. Granite yeah, Peak. Yeah, we do. We oh, do. We we go do. And we Chestnut. Do. We got to go Chestneasy. Chestnut is the spot, too, bro. It is crazy that yeah. we are talking about that already i feel like this year has absolutely flown by bro what what was it what was the date that we recorded the first pod it was like end of may it was i like think may it was 28th or something something like that, like that. it was end of may we'll have to, we'll have to go check the check the records Here but it sounds are. around may wow. episode 15 running it up we have a great guest wow. tomorrow yes but oh. i kind of want to people really enjoyed kind of going down memory lane and nostalgia 100 percent, bro wow. i don't think we talked about this on the podcast but we were talking about it before what movie did you guys watch last night you and shout out tina shout out tina right here she's with us today today always is with mm-hmm. us appreciate you girl um it was at what <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like you were talking to a dog for a second i don't know why like your puppy like well maybe appreciate you girl you know maybe i don't know <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding, i don't just know kidding. why like i just thought like yeah. marley and me like when you were talking like that i don't know we we're thinking movies my mind was running it's all good bro what it's did you guys good. watch last night uh, i think it was element it was the new element it was on disney plus it was Is actually it elementals or something or like el- elementals elementals yeah, yeah. yeah it was basically it's about wind it's about wind air fire and water and it was actually it, it was a really good uh story and the base, the backstory of it is, is there's um, fire. They had, um, they moved to a new town where it's just fire people, and there's like this whole big town, and there's like s- separate villages. So there's yeah. water there, and then there's our waters. One town, fires in another. You have uh, wind and wind and air kind of everywhere, all over. Obviously, you know, fire or water puts out fire and all that stuff. So um, kind of what happened was, is there's these two people, um, fi- this fire girl and this water guy. They eventually kind of is like kind of like a romantic story that yeah. they have together, and um, it's cool. I mean, it's really cool, and you know, I'm I'm not really doing the greatest job of explaining it here right now, but it's uh, <laughs> I think overall it was it, it's a, a classic Disney movie, yeah, 100%. classic Disney movie, you know. So uh, good movie, what probably hour forty five minute film, uh, just a very 
good fall evening just me and tina last night just, just there's, there's always a nice message yeah. but i do think that we may have found a new profession for you is just giving a one quick recaps of movies dude like that was absolutely phenomenal i love that but <laughs> the great thing about disney is i yeah. feel like especially with the animated movies is mm -hmm. they always hit home yeah. with some kind of like real message and that's what mm -hmm. we were talking about you know because they have like the movie soul yeah. and kanto they have um what's the one that has the was it coco Oh yeah, there's Coco, and then they, there's just there's so many. Like, there's a million. So yeah, many, there's a lot. Yeah, but they always hit home with like a deeper message. Yeah, yeah. No, they do, they do. And if I ever watch them, I I probably won't give a recap, but I'll um, <laughs> I'll let Jeffrey take the reins on that. But I'm not saying that I would do any much, no. do much better than that. Listen, man. I uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all good though. But no, I I do think with what you're saying, there is a there's a good message with the Disney movies, and yeah. I feel like it is good, at least for us, because you know we're always moving and. You know, I want to get into into your new job here in a minute, bro. But um, it is nice to slow down from reality a little bit and really kind of have like a feel good movie Friday night, just very chill after a long week. It's it's always good. It, it it's a good good little pick me up. One hundred percent. You know, and I kind of feel like piggybacking off of what we were talking about. You know, going into fall in the Midwest Chicago area, you know, it's gonna start getting colder. I kind of feel like. Spring, we're super yeah. amped up for summer, getting ready, and it's going to be go, go, go. I uh -huh. feel like summer is go, 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 yeah. outdoor activities, all that kind of stuff. And then I feel like transitioning into fall, into the winter, it's kind of nice on the weekend, you know, a Friday night or a Saturday night. Get some food, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. get some hot chocolate, whatever it is, put on a couple movies and... Like that's honestly like the best kind of night, right? Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. So it's a great night, bro. It's, I am I am really excited to go into that kind of season because I am a big movie buff. I love movies. Yeah, um, dude. So like same. fall, winter mm -hmm. is, is perfect. Yeah. Real quick before we move on. Yeah. Favorite throwback Disney movie. Ooh. There's a lot. It doesn't have to be animated. It could also be like you know some of the other like live action ones. This is where I get tricky because I I always mess up and uh, Pixar and and, uh, and Disney. I always fuck. We'll, fuck we'll it. go. Fuck yeah. it. We'll, we'll include Pixar too. It's a toss-up between the Toy Story series and The Incredibles. I, I, I love The Incredibles for Incredibles. some reason. Okay. I love it. W. I love it. That's a W. Yeah. How about you, bro? I like without even having to think about it. My favorite Disney movie of all time is Motocrossed, and we oh, always yes. talk about Moto it. Motocrossed. Throwback yes. one where mm -hmm. it's uh, it's the it's the brother and the sister. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. The the brother gets hurt, and they're they're motocross racers, and then. You know, the, the girl, she cuts her hair. She wants mm -hmm. to go ride, too. That's oh, a great movie. So, yeah, Andrea, she goes by Andy. Yes, yes. And, you yep, know, she cuts yep. her hair, and then she starts racing, and then there's, like, a feud between, you know, uh -huh. does the mom let her race? She ends up doing it, but then they have to hide it from the dad who's searching around for yeah. another rider. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole, you know, back and forth. And then cool finally idea. the dad mm -hmm. says, you know what, fuck it. I want you to be happy. I'll let you ride. She ends up winning in the end. Boom, cool. boom, boom. But motocross, bro, gets me yeah. teed up. That's a good movie, It's from bro. the early 2000s, maybe. Late '90s, but yeah, it hits home. I yeah. just love those kind of movies, like that movie. Um, there's Brink. I was literally going to say that another Brink. I was just going to say a Brink, bro. Like, that, dude, was, Disney, that was another good one. Disney doesn't make like the live, like human movies, like they did, mm. any, like they do, um, like they used to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the animated ones still hit. Animated ones still hit, bro. But it's funny though. I mean, you, you kind of like if you go back to look at that era, like early 2000s, late '90s, and it's a good movie, but it's. It's a little corny, a little cheesy. I was literally, you know about, I was literally about to say, <laughs> do you know, I will, I'll be the first to admit it. Do you know what movie that I watched, I think, what, maybe three weeks ago? 
Oh man, high, Disney movie, High School Musical. Oh my God, you yes, you're you're, you're a big home, Zach guy. But I Efron. was kind of sitting here at 27 years old. I was like, this shit's cheesy as fuck. It is cheesy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's I good. was still singing with it. It's I was like, this is a W. Like, like we're dub. soaring and we're flying. Yeah, we're There's soaring not a star and we're in heaven. Okay, that we can't whatever that we can't take or make or whatever it is. But wow. I can't remember all the words. I remember like. I was in elementary school when it came out and they would drop like, uh, you know, the Friday night on Disney. It'd be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the movie would start at like 6.30. It was like yes. the Friday night special, the big movie. And then like the, the high school musical movies were obviously huge. Oh, yeah. And then they came out with the karaoke yeah. versions. But yeah. Yeah. Love Disney, man. You were, you, were, you were just mentioned that you guys watched Elemental and it just yeah. kind of brought me down yeah. that path. Yeah. It was. It I was, think it's really funny how we're sitting right now with like my leg. We literally. That, way, that was simultaneously, like too. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. We're literally just, on the we're same in sync, time. Dude. We're in we're sync today. Sync. I love we're, it. We've I love done 15 it. episodes now. This is the 15th. Vibes are flowing. We're in a rhythm now. But <laughs> yeah. we can move on from that. Yeah. So talk, talk to me about your week. I know you guys had a huge football game. Yes. How's work been going? Work's been going good. So with my job, the short weeks are the hardest. The hardest because there's so much to do in three days. We had parent-teacher conferences this week, mind you. So yeah. kids were off Thursday and Friday, and then they're off Monday too, which I'm thankful I have off Monday as well. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was it was the short weeks are, are hard because, like I said, there's there's I have like 40 plus kids in my caseload, and it's just it's impossible to see all of them in three days. So yeah. Um, Overall, it was a good week. I think from a, from a work standpoint, we did have two football games. Uh, we played Monday. We played against Sycamore. We had a had a big win, twenty eight twenty four. Ooh, huge W. Huge close W. Game. Close game. It was a close game, bro. That's a nail biter. Wait, here's, here's the thing too, bro. Is like our our squad. Like we we have a, we have a good squad. We have mm -hmm. a good squad. I, I coach varsity, so um, eighth grade varsity middle school football, and we've been with these guys for two years. We're really vibing and gelling. But I'm noticing, man, the, the guys, uh, they're really good guys, but they're really hard on themselves. Yeah. They're really hard. And I think that's that's a good thing and a bad thing in and of itself. And we can, we'll we touch on that in a Talking second here. The kids? The kids, yeah. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll get, to, get to there in a second. But yeah, so Monday we had a we had a big win against Sycamore. And then uh, Wednesday night we had our, our big, big crosstown rival game against Thompson. So it was Ooh, Redling versus Thompson. Thompson, Tommy. I remember Tommy, big Tommy. Oh my God, dude. And we played, so we always played the one of the high schools. So we played at St. Charles North. Huge, mm. huge scene. Almost felt like a Friday Night Lights vibe. We yeah, played at definitely. 630. Sunset, sun was dropping. We Wednesday ran, night, right? Wednesday night, dude. Mm -hmm. We ran out of the tunnel with the smoke, the music. It was, Yo, it was legit. Whoa, it was like bro. a whole production. It was a whole production. Like we were actually doing. We playing in Permian? <laughs> yeah, Permian, Permian Panthers, baby. Shout out, uh, Booby Miles. And um, but yeah, we uh, w the last couple games, bro. We we just been coming out a little bit flat. I think just a little bit flat. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I was trying to figure it out, like as I'm processing and analyzing the games. But we um, we actually start out really hot in the game. We had a pick six, wow. um, but one of our guys blocked the guys, got the other guy in the mm -hmm. back. So we had came back. Our offense went down and scored though four, three or four plays later, so we were up eight zero. Okay. Um, Thompson goes down and drives on us. They score, tied up eight eight, and then um, they we couldn't get anything going. They scored again. It was I think fourteen eight at half or something like that. Um, and then we just couldn't do anything, bro. Well, I just went we, kind we of just sloppy downhill. Missed tackle. Some of the guys they get they got outside. They, they they we had a hard we did a really good job containing, and then they they ran the wing tee, bro. The wing yeah. wing tee is hard to stop sometimes, and it is you know, and it was just one of those games that they just it's not always your night. We lost, you know what I mean. So I think that I I can personally accept failure and defeat, 
what I have a hard time with, and we're going to talk with the boys next week, is the effort of the game at the end. Just yeah. giving up, slamming helmets, taking yourselves out of the game. Like, I'm sorry, but that is absolute bullshit, yeah. in my opinion. Like, 100%. we can't have that. And me you and not be doing that. Me and Tom, my other the coach, I coach it. We don't we don't teach that to the kids. Like, no. that's not. You're going to fail in life. Like that's you're going to lose. You're going to fail. Things aren't always going to go your way, but how you respond to it is huge. And that's right. You really want to instill that in them while they're young. Totally. So then they know that moving forward, right? Like right. that's a lesson that should not be learned later. No, it, it should be learned now. So mm-hmm. definitely we're going to have a nice little conversation next week with the boys, but no, that um, makes sense. yeah, man, overall, I mean, it was a good week though, bro. I mean, we fortunately have another game next week. Um, we're playing Jason Toth's team again. We're okay. playing Toth okay. again. Didn't you dust them the first time? We the boys took care of business the first took game. Care of business. Took care of business the so first w- game. So with this league, I'm assuming right, like eighth grade, like there's playoffs and everything like that when it gets down to it, or no? No. Wow. So so it's not like Rams, like you can't go and win the Super Bowl. No. So they had that's kind of that's kind of cheeks. It is. It is cheeks. So last year we had like the top two teams in the conference had like a conference championship, like one game playoff. Okay. They did. They're not having it this year. I'm not really sure the whole reason behind it. Yeah, I wonder what that is. It kind of stinks, though. Because I thought our like we would have had at least a chance to be in that there. That really stinks, dude, like some bad you know? eggs, and I'm not liking that. No, I'm not either, bro. I, you yeah, know what I'm I not. Mean? It sucks. You know, but, I mean, that's just, we have, we have to deal with the hand that we're dealt. Yeah. You know, you that's just what You guys obviously don't make all to. the rules when it comes to, like, no. the district and, no. No. and all that kind of stuff. No. But no. all you can do is show up on game nights, and, and hopefully the boys are prepared. That's you know? it, bro. Yeah, that's so it, what, what is your guys' record now? I know you guys started off pretty hot. What are you like six and two? I think six and three. Six and three. Six and three. Five, okay. Six and three. I think. Cause yeah, we had we played Yorkville. We lost to them twice. They were a really okay. good team. I mean, you lost on Wednesday. Really, okay, I mean, both beatable game. games, but you know, yeah. just game. It's game of game of mistakes, bro. Or it game is, of inches. It is game a of game inches. of mistakes, and but I feel like especially when you're playing in eighth grade, it's tough. It's tough, bro. You know. Well, sometimes like we play two games in a week. That's a lot. It's a lot. And the kids are doing school. They got homework and everything like that. And like, I, I get it. I you know get what it. I mean? So they're, they're what, like 12, 13? Like 13, 14. Yeah. 13, same, yeah. 14. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, it's young. a lot to deal with. It's a lot know? to deal with. But um, overall, good week, bro. So definitely happy to have, you know, be here doing this pile with you, bro, because it's just nice to. It's nice, right? It's a nice day. It's just a gorgeous day, man. We, so we had kind of talked about it. You know, I feel like with all the stress and all the pressure going on with life, I kind of feel like when we connect, we plug in the microphones. It kind of also gives us an outlet to kind of pause the outside world for a nice 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Or when we got Joey D on two hours. Two hours, Joey D. Yeah, that really wasn't a pause, though. Like, that was a deep one. That was a heavy was a one. one. But yeah. it yeah. is kind of nice when we get yeah. together and, and we record these podcasts because it is a little bit of like an outlet for us. It is. It know? is, bro. 100%, man. And, and, it, uh, and it's always nice because we, we sit down here sometimes and we process our own emotions, you know, while yeah. we're sitting here. And, you know, right. you're recapping your week and you're thinking about yeah. it. And it kind of gives you a different perspective because... I'm really big on like the three sen- the, the three key senses, right? Maybe even four. Mm. I don't even know. I'm trying to process this while, yeah, while yeah, I'm trying yeah. to formulate the words, but it's like you think about it, you speak it, you hear it, but then you're digesting it. You so it is, it. it is kind of like the three, not necessarily yeah. senses, but like mm. the, the three ways of like processing information, right? Yeah. I'm really big on for me, like in school, I like I would hear the professor talk. I would have to write it down and I'd have to speak it, right? Like mm. three three ways and mm. I really digest the information. Yeah. So it's like when we're sitting here on the podcast and we're doing that in real time, we're kind of also, it's like a therapy session almost. In it a way. is. Sometimes it's when we talk ways. about certain things, obviously yeah. like with the football and whatnot, it's, right, it's right. kind of like really surface level things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoy it. Totally, bro. Totally, you know? man. Yeah. And uh, I know these last couple of weeks, bro, you got into uh, a new season. We're in a new fall season here. I know you got into, got into a new, a new season, season of uh, 
of some work here, man. New talk, season, a new chapter talk of employment to us. In, a, yeah. in a completely new, Congrats, bro. new avenue. Cool. Really appreciate you, man. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's been kind of a tough summer, but yeah. mm-hmm. after four years of staffing, I kind of felt, and I felt like it was part of God's plan, you know, mm-hmm. it was time to do something different. Right, right. Right? So going into sales, obviously it's going to be super cutthroat and it's going to be a lot different compared to what I was doing, but like for the last four years, cause like when I got into staffing, it was like right when the pandemic and everything was happening. So like I was in the office for only a month and a half. And then ever since then, you know, right, it's yeah. been remote. but like mm-hmm. now obviously like doing sales, I'm going to be in person running meetings and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But I mean, week two done, we were in the city for what? 75% of the week, just cr- crushing it. Yeah. Hammering mm-hmm. the phones, doing yeah. a ton of cold calling, booking meetings, all that kind of stuff, really learning the products, learning the pitch and really learning the sales process that this company mm-hmm. is, is, you know, utilizing. So really excited, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. But as we have kind of talked about on this podcast is nothing good comes easy yeah. and only good will come from hard work. It may not always be like we talked about the outcome that you're looking for, but if I'm hammering the phones and I'm doing everything that I can, I can look at myself at the end of the night mm-hmm. and be like, fuck, I gave it everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah, bro. And, and I'm, I'm also working with one of my good friends. That's too. true. Yeah. Shout out AK. Shout out AK, baby. Shout out AK. Yes, Austin, sir. Yes, know? sir. You know, you, you touched a little bit on, I mean, over the summer, I mean, you you kind of had a, it was a, it was a rough summer. I mean, it you was. were trying to figure out the kind of going through the interview process and trying to figure out what's the next move. Yeah. What do I want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm sure there's other listeners that maybe, unfortunately, either got let off or got let go or whatever their situation was. Yeah. You know, what, what's some advice that you can give them to people who may be struggling internally with like, fuck, I want to get a job, but like I... I don't know what to do. Like yeah. what's something that helped you within your journey to find this job? I kind of feel like it goes back to what we talked about on one of the first episodes in this library when we were talking about people dealing with, you know, stress of kids and work and things like yeah. that. And mm-hmm. one of the recurring themes that's going to be on this podcast is patience. Mm-hmm. Is patience. Yeah. And it sounds cheesy, but patience and trusting the process, you know, you're obviously, and I went through these ruts over the summer, like getting frustrated. You're looking at other opportunities. Is this what I want to do? You know, do I want to change? Do I maybe just like stick to the mundane and the normal? Cause it's what I'm used to. It's what mm-hmm. I've been doing for right, four years. Right. But I had that calling inside of me saying, no, I think, I think you're destined to do more. I think you're meant to do more. So sometimes you have to kind of take that risk and take that leap. Mm-hmm. It's like accepting this position. Like, yo, this is completely different than anything I've done in a long time. in like over four years, cause I did do solar sales. Um, and I worked at a car dealership too for a while. So like I have done sales before, but it's obviously not something I've like, been doing for a long time right right so you kind of have to trust the process and it's like when you're dealing with stuff you know remind yourself that whatever the storm you're in right now is not going to be forever Mm -hmm. because sometimes we had talked about it Mm -hmm. before when you're in that and you're in the rain and you're in the mud and you're in the fog you kind of feel like this is going to be forever but you have to try to find the light somewhere Mm -hmm. and you have to just stay focused on that like the journey and the process yeah. it's going to mm-hmm. be tough mm-hmm. but it's like there is hopefully going to be right the yeah. other side of the rainbow so it's like all throughout the summer i just had to keep reminding myself like hey listen what's meant to be is going to come maybe not tomorrow maybe not next 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 week but it's going to come yeah right yeah yeah and, and it did and you know i had it was between it was kind of crazy how this all ended up right mm. so 
Austin had been working at this company for like the last year and like about eight months or so. Mm-hmm. And he had told me like, hey, there's an opening on my team. And he had told me this about like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. had told his boss at the time about me and his boss kind of shrugged it off and was like, ah, he doesn't really have any industry experience. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think so. It's not going to work. And he had told me that. And I was like, damn, like I really wanted that. Yeah. So I was interviewing with some other opportunities and I had interviewed with that one warehouse job. I was going to mm-hmm. go into industrial mm-hmm. management where I was going to be managing a factory out in DeKalb. And I, you know, had multiple conversations with you, with my dad, with mm-hmm. my mentor. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I don't really want this, but I was like, maybe it could be like a good, a good chance to like do something different and kind of like expand my horizons and my skill set. And then I get a call one day and he's like, yo, we actually had a new boss that got hired. He's going to be running this team and a couple other teams. I sent him your resume. I got you an interview. And I was like, wow. oh my God. Yeah. I was like, yo, because let's go. Let's rewind a little bit. Is like yeah. when I was down in Arkansas and I had gotten into staffing and I'd I had been doing that for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was building my, you know, LinkedIn network and I'm building my resume. I used to, my mentor was telling me, he was like, hey man, the job market was really hot. There was a yeah, lot of yeah. there was a lot of companies and things hiring, right? And so he had kind of we were kind of joking about it, but like I was getting literally like 10, 15 messages on LinkedIn a day about job opportunities. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what's the only way that you can get better doing something right is practicing. Mm-hmm. So I literally used to schedule like six to 10 interviews every single week, not even really jobs that I wanted, but yeah. just to practice the interview the interview process, yeah. the interview mm-hmm. process. I literally used to do like six to 10 interviews a week for like probably four or five months. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a ton of interviews. Yeah. And so yeah. when he had told yeah. me that he had gotten me an interview, uh-huh. I was like, bro, like 99.9%, like I know I got this. Yeah. Because if you do it enough, you understand the questions that are going to come. You're better with your responses. Mm-hmm. You can kind of think a little bit more about your own strengths and the weaknesses. And it's like, dude, when it comes to interviewing, especially because I'm in staffing, like I know how to prep candidates. I know how to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're it's kind of a cheat that. code yeah. because it's yeah. like, that's mm-hmm. what I was doing is I was interviewing candidates and going through the resume and asking them to expand on their experiences and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, when it comes down to me actually having to interview, it's like, yo, I'm ready to knock this out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. And yeah. so when, once he said that, it was a GG's at that point. I did two interviews with Garrett. I mean, these names aren't going to mean anything to anybody listening, but yeah, yeah. I did two interviews with Garrett. I met with the new boss who was the district sales manager, Nick. And then I met with some lady from HR. And I mean, bro, I had the offer in six days. That's awesome, bro. And so here we are. Wow. You know, and I, I just met Garrett um, in the city on Monday, which was awesome. Yeah, that's right. We, You're we out stayed there. at the, mm-hmm. the EMC2, which is a nice hotel. We went to Prime and Provisions on Monday, which was a Michelin star restaurant. Great spot. Yeah. Uh, uh, You've been there before? I've not been there, but I heard really good things. People Bro, really hyped that place up. Austin, yeah. Austin got a $210 tomahawk. Oh, my he God. He had every bite. Like, wow. They had like Wagyu, um, tartare. <sighs> I got like a 45-day dry-aged steak. It was oh out of this God. world. But the, the key message at that dinner was like, yo, like we can we can play hard. But it's like when it comes down to it, it's like those boys, right? Like mm-hmm. when you come out and you're ready and you have to start that game, like it's time to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we, we sat down, we, we huddled up and we really outlined how we're going to attack all the yeah. various regions in Illinois and attack Q4 because Q4 in the aesthetic industry, which is what I'm doing. I don't think I've said that, but I'm mm-hmm. in like the aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know how to label it like aesthetic, like medical devices. So like mm-hmm. radio frequency, micro needling, like body contouring things to like rejuvenate collagen and elastin in the skin, all that kind of stuff yeah. like in, in the aesthetic beauty industry. Right. But it's one of the busiest quarters of the year is quarter four. Yeah. It's when everybody's buying. It's when people are writing certain things off on their taxes in December, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, this is the time to get in, mm-hmm. learn it, crush it, grow and make a lot of money. Yeah. 
Hell yeah, bro. That was very long-winded. But no, yes. I'm, thank you for the in-depth response, bro, because I think that's that's awesome that you ca- you found something that you didn't think it was going to work out a couple months ago, and yeah. then here you are, like, full circles, like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, it's a perfect example of patience and where God works in mysterious ways. And yeah. we're, supposed to, we're supposed to be where we're supposed to be when we're supposed when to be When we're there. supposed to be. When we're supposed and to that, be there. And that's yes. key. Yeah. It's because maybe a month and a half when he had given like two months ago, whatever, when he had given my resume to the, to his old boss before he switched teams, maybe if I got in there, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't the right time. Right. Right. And then it's like, I knew in my gut when he called me back, said I had an interview. I was like, yeah, if I get this, I want it. Right. And I'm I'm, taking it. I remember when you called me and told me, he's like, yo, like, I got Austin just called me and I got an interview with, I got an interview here. And I was like, if I get this, I, I'm taking it. What? I called my dad and I was like, immediately, I was like, I'm taking this. I knew, I knew you're going to take it too. If they offered you, were, there's no hesitation. I was ready to go. Literally. You're, I was like, send the offer over. I'm signing today. You like, probably I had the this. pen. Like one. Yeah, other, exactly. Utility belt with like 17 pens. Like, which one do I want? Boom. Right here. Done. He says signing your name, it. Jeff. Yeah. I want to sign. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't even have to go over numbers, logistics. I want no, it. I, I want it's going to work, but that's awesome. Bro. It's, it comes down to it and it's, yeah. it's going to be really cool sharing the experiences on this podcast yeah. because I just started, I'm two weeks in. So it's like, you know, by episode 30 in another <laughs> 15 weeks, hopefully I'll have made sales and right. I have, have gotten even better Crushing at this it, job bro. and things like that. Cause yeah. me and Austin already like, dude, a lot, of, a lot of the job in this industry is a lot of cold calling. Some yeah. people are scared to do it. Some people know that it's part of it. Right. So I'm calling these med spas. I'm calling these dermatologists, you know, optometrists, all that kind of stuff, booking meetings. And it sucks. You know, it's a numbers game. You got to make you oh, know, 50, know. 60 calls mm-hmm. a day. But then you have to book those meetings and then obviously run them and generate that excitement and build up that partnership with these people. But that's the easy part. For you, it's easy. For you, that's super easy. Just building that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing, <clears throat> I was having a conversation two days ago with one of the district sales managers, Tyler, who was Austin's old boss. And I was like, the thing that really gravitated me towards this company, especially after huddling up with the boss and the boss's boss. Mm-hmm. I know it gets confusing because there's a lot of people in the tree, there's right? a lot of people here. But what really excited me about them and this company, and they were talking about the sales process, is they were really harping on doing things the right way. Yeah. Actively, I like that. building that relationship, like that. building that partnership. Because as you know, in some industries, like I worked in the car industry, it's fucking sleazy. Mm-hmm. They'll sell you a busted car that they know is going to run you and your pockets dry with maintenance and repairs and all that kind of stuff. They'll sell it to you and not even bat an eye. They don't, they don't care. That's one of the reasons I got out of it. I was like, this is so fucking slimy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, it's just, it's really icky and it's gross. But it's like yeah. this here, what we're doing, at least on this team, is doing things the right way. And they were really big on that. And I was like, you know what? Like hearing that's like music to my ears because that's the only way I want to do it. Right, right. You know? 100% Because the stuff works. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that that they were talking about is really when it comes down to it, maybe it's different in other industries, but they were saying in this industry, every single objection that you get is really going to funnel down into two avenues. Does it work? Mm -hmm. Or is this going to make me money? Right. You know, right. And so I feel like in this position, bro, I'm going to learn so much that we're going to be able to share with the listeners on how to overcome the objections and kind of work through the sales process, because it's it. You really have to keep it simple. Yeah. Right. And you do listen to Andy Elliott. I do. Yeah. My boss is huge on him. Like one of the Mm -hmm. days, Tuesday morning, we watched an entire podcast with Andy Elliott. And I think it was Ryan Panetta. Ryan Pineda. Ryan Pineda. Yeah, I know Ryan Pineda. And Mm -hmm. they were just talking, had a great conversation about sales and and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, dude, I feel like I'm going to learn so much here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to add on to what you were saying about connecting with people is like, you know this from, I think this is maybe sales 101 is this, 
people will buy from you if they know you, like you, and trust you, mm-hmm. right? It's no like trust. And I think that that's a good principle to live by, even just when you're connecting with people in general, yeah. right? Whether you're going, whether you're going on, on a date with someone for the first time, whether you're getting into a new job, whatever it is, like, you know, get to know them, mm-hmm. have like them and then build that trust. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Andy, I'm pretty sure Andy Elliott said in that video, he said, people don't buy the product. They buy you. They do. Right. They buy you. Well, and I think that's where I think a lot of people like specifically the car industry get a bad rep is because they just want to sell and they just want to sell. That's all they care. They want to hit their quota and and make that. And it's like, and they'll sell you a lemon knowing goddamn like damn right that it's a lemon. Yeah. But they won't give a fuck and they'll just sell it to you. And knowing that you'll be back in two weeks for the maintenance and they'll make sure that there's no warranty and all that. Like it's really slimy, dude. Yeah, and the main, it's really yeah. icky. It's sad. It's it is really sad. But I also think too, it's you know, having people like you yeah. who want to do things the right way and have the, right the patience and can do it sleeping at night yeah. if that makes sense you know what i'm saying i feel like some i don't know i, I don't I, I wouldn't be able to sleep dude i would not be able to sleep either like because here, here's the thing right is some of the devices and the technology that we sell it is expensive yeah like the lasers that we sell it ranges anywhere from like seventy thousand dollars to 300k plus yeah, they're expensive it's a lot right but the thing is is like the stuff works right and it's proven there's hundreds of med spas and all those all those kind of places all over the world, we're in like 180 countries that are using these products and making a lot of money. So it's like if I sell you the product and you don't market it, you don't advertise it, you don't build this thing up and like really utilize it right, and you right. fail, that's kind of on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's take it back to like sports. Like, if I'm a fitness trainer and I give you the best meal plan and I mm-hmm. give you the best workouts and everything and I give you the best, you know, kind of like rehab and like, exercises and warm-ups to do to prevent injuries and all that kind of stuff but you don't do it and you get hurt like that's on you right i gave you all the tools right right? so i'll be able to sleep soundly knowing that i'm selling products that really work and can transform like there's hundreds of stories in this industry about you know working with a place that was like really going downhill on the verge of like having to close the doors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they get a device like this and it really revamps and then they get another one and it, it blows through the moon but it's like we rewind if you don't utilize it or really do your part in it, right? Because the cool thing about our company is we have um, like post-sales consultants, like a completely separate team that come in after you purchase the laser and they partner with you and they come in and they teach you about like in-depth about, you know, the, the right. device mm-hmm. that you're using and they, they show you how to market and advertise and grow your business. It's a PDC. I forget exactly what it is. It's like a, a post-something consultant. And... Um, like their job is to like help you grow the business after mm-hmm. you get the laser, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you don't utilize what they're offering you, that's on you. Yeah, I mean if, if you're you're willing to invest in them, but they don't want to invest exactly. in themselves. Exactly, and that's just what it is. You know, and it's sad. You know what I mean? But like we, we can't force people's hands, and we can't force people to do what they don't want to do. Right. And it's like sometimes you know, like we've talked about before, you know, yeah. you have to get uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'm I'm excited to hear about this journey and to share with our, our it's listeners. Gonna be a crazy and one. It's gonna be cool, bro. It's gonna be cool, man. Um, you know, I know we talked a little bit before uh, the podcast here. I mean, we had uh, we had we had something happen yesterday. Um, there was an album that dropped. Oh, we had an album goodness, that dropped. Yeah. Um, Are we going into this, Aubrey Graham. Yeah, Aubrey Graham. Yeah, we're gonna Aubrey get into Jake it. Graham. So dropped we, for all the dogs. For all the dogs. All the dogs. And, okay, I'm, I'm going to be honest. So I listen to I listen to it. For me, sometimes when I listen to 
albums or mixtapes that come out, I need to hear it maybe three, four, five times. You got to give it a couple of listens. So I, I'll be honest, I maybe listened to it all the way through once, maybe twice. So okay. I just want to preface that while we're talking about okay. this, and you may have listened to it more than me. I'm not sure. We'll get into that I was in a second. To it all day yeah. yeah. So my take on it is, I think it is a little bit above average, and I'm going to tell you why. So my reason is. One, I just said I maybe have to listen to it more and give him more yeah. of a legi- legitimate chance, shot. But I also think, too, as rappers get later into their career, it's so hard to hold the standard that they've had when they were in their, I guess, quote-unquote prime. Yeah. I'm not saying that Drake's still not in his prime, but he's getting a little bit older. Yeah, right? for sure. And I know he's he mentioned, too, that he's dealing with, I think, I don't know if it's some mental health things. He's taking a step away from Mental me. health and stomach issues, too, And some right? stomach issues. I think he's got some stuff he's going through. So I don't. I get it. I mean, he's been going for a decade and could a half. Be the, could be the last album. We don't know. Maybe. We honestly don't know. But how I see things, and it, and maybe this is just a me thing, but I feel like the standard of his music was when he dropped, you know, What a Time to Be take Alive, care, Take Care. Alive. If you're um, reading this, it's too late. It's too late. Nothing was the I, same. Like, like, I get it. Yeah. So, and But that's just me. So I think, and he talks about too, like, he's like, Bringing kind of bringing back to old Drake in some sense, I feel like we haven't seen that old Drake. No, we haven't. And and that's what I'm basing it off of, mm-hmm. just to kind of give some context to it. So I, I do think it's it's like I said, it's above average. There are some bangers on there. I think it's just a new rhythm and flow that the people have to get used to, or yeah, me in particular have to get used well, to. Well, times and the and the music are changing, but the way I like true, to look at true. it, and it's it's really tough when we find artists like Drake or have some other art, like favorite artists, you know, the trippy red, Bryson Tiller, Jay yeah, Cole, yeah, all that, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what, what, what we try to have to, what we have to try to do, right, is when we're listening to a body of music, we can't compare it to past music. It's hard. I know. You have to just focus. It's like, it's like on art, you have to focus on like a specific single body of work. You can't compare it to like an old painting that they did. Like, this is new. It's 2023. The music, the vibes, the energy, the slang, the beats, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Everything is different yeah. than it was. Back in 2013, when sure. he was dropping this other stuff, 14, 15, right? Yeah. As far as this single body of work, I think it's probably been the best thing that he's dropped in the last three albums. Certified Lover Boy for me was eh. It was all right. Her loss was eh. It was all right. There, there are a couple bangers. Yeah, couple I agree. Bangers. I agree. But this is a pretty solid body of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's diverse. It's yeah. got different features. He's got a lot more features on this tape than he than he normally does. The song with J. Cole is an absolute that, smash. Like that would absolutely that's my favorite melt one. That's my favorite song. Off the walls in here. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was pretty decent. As far yeah. as like it just came out, it's obviously hot. Yeah. I feel like with a lot of the music that's dropped in the last yeah. couple of years, the replay value for me yeah. has significantly gone down. Like, will mm-hmm. I be listening to this album in, in a month? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But like for right now, I, I like it. It's hot. It, it's, it's, hot. It's, it's Drake. I, like I mean, it, it's Drake. You know? It's the boy, you know? I definitely don't think that he's my favorite artist anymore. No, I don't think he's mine either. Like my, I, my music taste has really changed. I, I, mine too. I would agree. I would agree. Someone the other day put me under the Tresky Brothers. Have, have you heard of them? No, I have not. Okay, I've, I'll show you. Yeah, I'll, show me I'll play after. some music right yeah. when we get off it. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be your jam. Yeah. It's, it's like a little bit more like country, like raspy. Like, okay. But it, it's okay. really good. Okay. Like I listen to so many different genres now, bro. Like I, I feel like too. when I was younger in high school, I was like, it was only rap, 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 rap. Same. And I listen to like alternative, emo, metal, yeah. country. Yeah. Like I, whatever, bro. Like rap is honestly kind of falling down on the list for me. I don't really listen to like a ton of rap anymore. Rap's always been been there, but I also think um I do I'm not like I would say like some EDM, but like uh what's his name? Uh 
Tiesto, like Tiesto is like an yeah, example. Tiesto. He's, ED, he's essentially EDM, yeah, right? Yeah, EDM. Like, I like that. I like, I like, I like his flow and his rhythm yeah. where he kind of remakes some like old, old songs and creates his own thing. I think that's cool. Um, I've always, rap will always probably be like my it's, heart. It's, yeah, it's, it's always, always going to be there, there, but you know, I just feel like nowadays <clears throat> a lot of the rappers dropping the music, like bro, it all sounds the same. It does. It, it all does. sounds the same. Well, I'm, I'm curious. You're it's like the baby. <laughs> same flow, same style beats. I get it. Some people love it. Never really been a fan. AK Austin loves the baby. He, he loves Lo- the baby. He loves the baby. But I'm like, bro, you listen to one song, you've listened to his entire catalog. Different well, words, but it's same flow, same kind of beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's 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 like Soldier Boy. His new it, it's BBL. It's BBL. It's like his old flow. It's like it's the same shit. Like he dropped. Cranked out Soldier Boy. Ooh, like it's yeah, the same. It's the same like oh, I thought it was one of. I thought this, the beat was already a song he produced years ago. Probably it probably, it probably was. was. He probably dropped a song. It probably flopped, and he like probably. tried to remove it and then just rewrapped over it. And it didn't didn't do anything better. You know who still to this day is my favorite artist, surpassed Drake. Who's that? Tory Lanez, bro. Tory. Free, free Tory. Free Daystar. Free Tory. No, free Daystar. I I will Tory's Tory up there on my list. W. Tory. He is, no, I completely agree, bro. I think when it comes I, to a musical talent, music yeah, as far yeah. as diversity, the singing, the rapping, just everything, when you encompass it into one person, bro, I think Tory Lanez is is more talented than like almost any artist that you can name. I'm not talking about from a standpoint of like yeah. people playing guitars and like instruments sure, and things like sure, that. Sure. I'm talking about just like vocally and it's like an ear for the music and flows and just if you look at his entire catalog, I think he is one of the only artists that I think from mixtape one that I listened to back in like 2010 to now yeah. has stayed consistent throughout and has never has never fallen. Like if I show you I any agree. album or body of work, they are always like right here. My let me let me ask you a question here. I want your honest opinion. I agree. I do think Tory. I mean Tory Lanez is like I could run through yeah. his entire catalog. First album, yeah. absolute banger. Most recent, absolute banger. What do, What do you think about Wayne? Goat. I think he is definitely his music has like really fallen off. But like, bro, sure. The 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 Carters up until like maybe Carter four. Holy fuck. Well, what about his mixtapes? You know, you got yes, uh, bro. Dedication, the drought. Sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait. I mean, those, like all of them. Those were just. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh my god, uh, no ceilings. Oh my god, no ceilings. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like yeah. I was literally just listening to Old Wayne at the gym last week, like swag surfing. Oh my god. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was like watch my belt or something. Watch yeah. my shoes. Yeah, yeah, watch my shoes. Um, I was listening to Three Pete. I was listening to A Millie will forever be a slam. I think Amelia's. It will forever be a slam. I was literally <laughs> listening to that last week. Like, bro, Wayne's the goat. Yeah, no, he is the goat. I think mine is. He paved the way for all these other artists. He did well. Now I, I, I want to get back to the Drake here. Is that that brings me up a question for you? Is that do you feel with Drake in his career when he's bringing on all these younger features as guests? Do you feel like he's trying to pave the way for them and try to? I help? think so. I think I think music so too, is right? ever. I think music is ever changing. Yeah. And the way that I would really look at it. For like a simple sports comparison, is I think Wayne is Jordan, yeah, and I think Agreed. I think Drake is LeBron. Some people will consider LeBron I, I would agree to be that. the goat because 100%. The Drake Drake has the accolades and he has like you know it's like with LeBron you're the all time scoring leader like you have all this kind of stuff you've been to what ten finals and all that but it's like bro if you really think back to like who like really made it who was like undefeated type shit it's like Wayne is Jordan mm-hmm. and Drake is LeBron. It's kind of like that new wave. Yeah, and it doesn't take away from one or the other, but Not it's completely all. different. But like, who do, who was like really the greatest? Yeah. Like not necessarily all stats aside, but it's like you know six and zero in the finals type yeah. shit, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
I think it's Wayne. I, I think Wayne, I think you could argue Slim Shady, too. You could. I, I, I personally think, too. I mean, it, it, it'd be a tough Slim argument. Slim Shady might be like Kobe. That that would be an. I, that's a good comparison. Okay, I. You you, feel, you, you picking up? I'm what picking I'm putting up. Down? Putting down. I'm 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 processing. I'm yeah. thinking. Right. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm thinking. Right. Like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. No. Yeah. Like like Eminem could be like a Mamba type shit. Like undisputed. Like he's definitely there. But I don't know if I could put him in like that number one spot. But he's definitely in the top three. Yeah, I I would say top three. Yeah. Like Drake even mentioned in his album, he's like one number one hit. I think away from Michael Jackson. Like Mike Jack. The goat, yeah, that's the king true. of pop. That's true. That light keeps turning off. Yeah, but is, he's one away yeah. from Mike Jack. So it's like when it comes yeah. to the accolades, Drake's got it for sure. Nobody can ever even dispute anything when it comes to the yeah. streaming and the, mm-hmm. the number one hits and right. all that kind of stuff. Drake is the goat. It's true. When no, it comes to that, I it's agree. Like when you really think about like everything, yeah, I don't know if you could put him above like, especially as far as like talent goes, mm-hmm. above Wayne. I'm curious to see what our what our viewers yeah. think. I really am like curious Wayne to see. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment comment down below. Shoot us a DM. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you think. Comment on YouTube or shoot us a DM at the Boys for Life podcast on on uh, on Instagram. Sure. What you think? Because I would I would really be interested in other people's thoughts. Yeah. That, if they would agree, or be that's like, a nah, good like one. you guys are now like Stephen A. Smith type take. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stephen like a Skip A. Smith type take. Yeah. You know oh I mean? my god, that would be that would be insane, bro. But yeah, dude, I think. Um, yeah, it's interesting with, with people's viewpoints and, and opinions. It's just interesting how you really dissect and analyze. Like we all are really have our own opinions on things. So yeah, some people may that's, may that's, think that Kendrick. That's the thing that's like yeah. really cool though and, and fascinating. Like my sister loves Kendrick. I, I like Kendrick too, but I I wouldn't. He's not in my top five. I, yeah. I, it that's just my my take. When it, when it comes to like the lyricism and all that kind of stuff and like what he's rapping about and the words that he's saying, I think he's definitely up there. The big three. I but agree. For me, the beats and shit is just it's too. It's fucking, off. It's, I agree. It's fucking weird. What's well, the thing? Are you a, are you a lyrical guy? Are you beats? Are you both? Like, what do yeah. you favor more? Like, I'm I'm big on beats. I like beats first, and then I like lyrics. I, it's something with beats because then it, it's just like gets gets the yeah. vibe going for me. Yeah. You know, that's just always been like, me. It's kind of funny, dude. Like you love like the Young Dolph and like I love Young Dolph, oh, baby. Stuff. I love little baby. But, love like, little baby. Like the like the Young Dolph and shit. Like I can't get into that. I man. love Young Dolph, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. The Young Dolph. He, he was he was a goat, man. He yeah, was a he goat. Was. He was up there for sure. Yeah. But, We've definitely gone a little long-winded on this one, but yeah. it's like sometimes we want to just jump on here. Like you called me when you were on the way over here, and you're like, "What do you want to talk about?" I said, "Let's just get on the mic and just see chat. what's up." Yeah, let's just chat, chat a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I feel like some that's some of the feedback that I've gotten from you know, especially some of the boys that listen is like they feel like they're hanging out with us, which I love, man. Exactly, and it's like on these internal pods, sometimes that's kind of the vibe that we that we want. Some of them we can get obviously more serious and in depth. Yeah. But I'm, I'm one like today where we're catching up, haven't seen each other, you know, since the landed one that's what almost pushing two weeks ago. It's like, yeah. fuck it. Like let's just catch up. Yeah. How's work been? How's life been? Like, yeah. How's everything this, been? This is a chance for yeah. us to kind of carve out some time and, I like that. and just connect. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and obviously we'll continue and we were talking before the pod and we'll we'll continue talking when we stop. But yeah. I like it. I like it too, bro. It I- doesn't always have to be so serious. It doesn't no. always have to be so crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think AK brought that up after our second episode. AK brought that up after the second episode, <laughs> and obviously, like this is yeah. the episode is going to come out. Actually, no, this is going to come out before the next one. But I'm excited for the guest tomorrow. I'm really excited. I, it's I'm. It, it's going to be. 
I'm not going to drop too much, but I think it's different. I think it'd be a different perspective and a different field of work that this individual's yeah. in. Yeah. And I'm really, really excited cool. that really it's going to cool. be really cool and unique really to, cool. to ask some really good questions to our to our. But our I, think, I think we'll keep it right here on that right one. There. You know, Amen. Thank you Amen. guys so much for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. This was episode 15, big one five. Let's go of the Boys for Life podcast. As always, we will catch you on the next one. We love you guys. Love you guys. Peace. Peace. For all the dogs, baby, you know exactly what it is. Tory Lanez.